Hello and welcome to the June 2023 edition of the What's on Reading podcast. And as you can probably hear, there's a bit of an echo where we are this month because we are inside the wonderful, beautiful concert hall within Reading Town Hall, which at the moment is is rather empty. But later this month, it will be very much not empty because a seven meter diameter replica of the earth known as Gaia, a wonderful art installation, will be installed within the concert hall. And later on, we'll be hearing from the artist who created Gaia, Luke Jerram, who I had the chance to speak to. But before we do hear from Luke, it's important to mention that Gaia is the centerpiece to this year's Reading Climate Festival. And there are lots and lots and lots of other events, satellite events, if you will, surrounding Gaia and the wider Climate Festival. And to talk about all that and more, we have Zuzi. Hello, Zuzi. Hello. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. And Zuzi, you are the cultural placemaking officer for Reading Borough Council, which is a very fancy sounding title. So what is your role in in all of this? Uh, Well, my role in this is the project manager for the piece that's coming to Reading, but also supporting Reading Climate Festival and all of the events that are happening around it as satellite events. And there are some wonderful events. We've got some brilliant guest speakers. We've got some brilliant activities. Maybe we should talk a little bit about them first. So what have we got coming up? In terms of festival, it's a time-defined period with lots of different events, with a large number of people taking part in it and delivering events as part of that. So we've got everything from talks to activities that um, young people can take part in with their families. We've got school-specific events as well. So there's really something for everyone, depending on where you are in your journey with climate change and climate in general. And climate isn't normally something that we'd sort of cover within arts, culture and heritage. But of course, there's lots of ways where that's very much part of of the events and the activities that are taking place. Absolutely. So for a really long time, creativity has been a way in which some really difficult topics have become um, a lot more accessible for people to engage with. Um, So for this uh, particular event, we're using creativity for people to help understand so that they can better understand some of the scientific evidence behind climate change but also to make the topics a bit less overwhelming Uh, so we have one particular event called uh, climate anxiety workshop which has been put together by number five young people's counseling services uh, and that was part funded by the cultural education partnership now the reason why uh, this particular event is so important is because young people were bringing up that climate change and the narrative around climate change was really affecting their mental health. But what was not happening was that it wasn't a topic that was brought up in counselling sessions. So from that, we wanted to make sure that the ability and the language was there that young people could use so that they could start talking about this and, and feeling like they had some agency over how they could impact on climate change as well. And also there's rewilding and exploring our natural heritage. There's a film about fashion, which, you know, is very much, that's all very much arts, culture and heritage, really, isn't it? Mm. Yes, there's loads of fun ways in which people have been exploring how they can engage with some of the ways in which we as individuals, that we can impact climate change or take climate action. So New Directions, for example, have a great series of events as well around sustainable fashion, where John Lewis has teamed up with some of the designers and 
at new directions and they are sending out parcels to people who want to upcycle some of the clothing and then that will be an exhibition that runs across the Reading Climate Festival as well. So there are some really fun ways to engage with some of the actions that we can take as individuals around climate change. That all sounds wonderful but of course the as I said at the beginning the centrepiece of the Climate Festival is Gaia, the wonderful Earth artwork from Luke Jerram. And I had the chance to catch up with Luke to tell us all about it. A few years ago, I made a sculpture of the moon, uh, which is which was very successful and is in fact still touring now. So a seven meter diameter sculpture of the moon internally illuminated. It's very, very beautiful. And then the opportunity came up to make an Earth artwork and I was interested to see how different it would look. It's still, you know, seven metres in diameter and created out of high resolution NASA imagery to allow the public to see the Earth as if they're almost floating like an astronaut from space. This sculpture is a big sphere and it's suspended in rooms and cathedrals and science museums. And it's been touring for several years now. And I suppose as an artist, I'm interested in, given the opportunity, I'll probably try and make something as realistic as possible, but rather than making something that's too abstract. There is something called the overview effect, which is where astronauts, when they first go into space for the first time and they look down at the planet, they often become overwhelmed by the beauty and the wonder of what they can see. You know, they realise that we're living on this thin skin, as outer crust of the planet, and that we're all interconnected. And they realise how beautiful and fragile the Earth is. And when astronauts then return to the Earth, they often become environmental campaigners as a consequence of that experience of, of seeing the Earth from space. And so I was keen to see if I could try and recreate a sense of that, give people a sense of what the, for the public, what, what that might feel like to, to see the Earth from space. And it, it is really interesting to see this giant globe right in front of you and you realise just how big Africa is, how small the UK is. There are certain angles where you can't see any landmass at all. The Pacific Ocean is so big, it takes up half the planet. And you really don't get any sense of that when you're looking at maps. The artwork is, is both this sort of installation for people to, to come and experience, but it also acts as a venue for all sorts of events to take place beneath it. And with lots of my projects, I quite like leaving space for other people to be creative. So we've had various astronauts and astronomers and scientists and yeah, all sorts of people coming to give lectures and talks underneath the Earth. And in fact, I understand that in Reading, there's a whole programme of really interesting events going to be taking place beneath the Earth. Uh, yeah, it'd be really interesting and I hope the public will, will come along and enjoy that, seeing that and experiencing those. We don't have time to sit on our hands as our planet burns. For young people, climate change is bigger than election or re-election. It's life or death. It will take radical action to save us. It will take radical action to save us. It will take radical action to save us. Nature is one of the most exciting, amazing and incredible things in the whole world. Everything's unique in nature, nothing's identical. And every single bit of it's like a complete wonder. There's a composer called Dan Jones who I've worked with for many years. He's won a BAFTA and a couple of Ivan novellas. 
um, and he's created a, a 28 minute long sound score with the sounds of astronauts talking about the overview effect. We've got children talking about climate change. There's the sounds of the sea in there, the sounds of rockets and space missions. The, the music is really to help uh, steer the interpretation of the artwork, but also kind of connect the artwork and the sculpture to the surrounding architecture. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what it's going to look like within the space. It should be very beautiful. And the artwork is also this big globe artwork that we've made. It's on a motor, so it slowly turns like the real planet. So yeah, it should be something to behold. It's especially, and it's internally illuminated, so it's very, very beautiful. And I'm hoping it will make people think about what we all need to do to change our, our lives and society to make ourselves more sustainable. We're sort of at a real tipping point of, of potentially runaway climate change. And that's, that's the scary thing I'm concerned about, really. If you look at the graphs of carbon dioxide emissions and temperatures rising, it's a bit scary. So I, I'm hoping that this artwork will be a, almost a call to action. I think we all have skills that we can bring to help deal with and fight climate change. So it doesn't matter if you're a lawyer or a banker or an artist or a designer or a teacher. I think there's something that we all we all have these amazing skills that we can bring to uh, apply ourselves to this climate change problem. As an artist, I'm able to create strong imagery and help keep issues of climate change on the agenda. Well, that has very much whet our appetite for when Gaia comes into this wonderful room that is the concert hall. It's uh, it's perhaps easier for me to imagine it because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in here and I kind of know where it's going to be going but uh, uh it's very hard to to, to help you visualize that on an audio medium like a podcast but it really must be seen to be believed so how can people come and see it well there are a number of ways that people can come see it they can book online by uh, going to www.whatsonreading.com or they can go to our box office at the hexagon where you'll be able to book your tickets in person uh, you can phone the reading arts box office and you'll be able to find that that telephone number online or you can come to one of the many events that will be happening in the same room uh, the concert hall in the same room as Gaia uh, which will be spectacular so how will people come and see it what will the experience of of viewing Gaia actually be it will be quite a special experience as it will be in the concert hall at Reading Town Hall right next to the museum and it's this beautiful incredible space that you wouldn't know was here unless you'd already been in the building it's got a wonderful history and it's steeped with amazing energy as well if that's the type of thing that you believe in so you'll be able to come into the the town hall up the beautiful stairs and into the amazing concert hall that will be slightly dark with some beautiful lighting and Gaia will be lit from the inside but accompanying Gaia is a absolutely mesmerizing soundtrack as well that's been created by a wonderful composer so it will be an incredibly atmospheric experience for people and a lot of people have said that they found it quite moving as well so once you've been in there into the concert hall you'll then go on a journey through the museum past the Bayer tapestry as well and down into the exit hall and what you'll find in there is what Reading and Reading University have been doing around climate action as well. So hopefully it will be a really wonderful experience, a one that we hope will be quite uplifting as well. 
and you mentioned Reading University there, and uh, it's probably important to mention to all our listeners that Reading University are one of the, the key partners in, in bringing this whole thing together alongside Reading Borough Council, alongside Reader. It's very much a group effort, and uh, sort of each partner is bringing their own events to the table, as it were. Reading University, you've got two events coming up here. They have. They've got two absolutely fantastic events. So they've got Laura Tobin, who is going to be talking about her book and everyday ways to save the planet, which is really exciting and should not only be informative, but hopefully really uplifting for people as well. And then we have a panel discussion, which is empowering young people to tackle the greatest challenge of their generation. So that would be a very interesting and informative and again hopefully uplifting and empowering panel discussion with a lot of people who are at the forefront of their fields. What other events have we got coming up, the ones that uh, that the other partners have put together? So we have an organ recital in the concert hall as well which will be incredible it's uh, it will have a lot of the planets and some um, big theme tunes that you will all know whether you're into organ music or not we have a rhyme time that's being led by our wonderful libraries which will be open to all families to come along and have a sing with teddy's music we have a um, this is one of my personal favorites i have to say uh, a gong bath and yoga underneath gaia which if you're into yoga and gong baths uh, will be incredible of course i can't imagine bringing a bath in here (laughs) (laughs) i kind of hope they do now (laughs) and then we've got ray mears who's going to come and talk as well about some of his experiences of exploring the world we have in addition to this rpo junk modeling so the royal philharmonic orchestra will be teaching us how to create musical instruments out of our everyday junk but on top of that we have uh, because we understand that not everyone will experience gaia in the same way so we have relaxed sessions for people who are neurodivergent and we also have twilight sessions so that people come later in the evening and experience sky when it's a bit later at night um, if they are unable to come during the day that's two different ways of making the experience more accessible from the pure accessibility point of view but also from uh, people who work during the day and haven't managed to get tickets for the weekend because i know that the opening weekend is already sold out i think it's safe to to say that on this recording because you know that's never going to change i don't think and the uh, the closing weekend is selling rather quickly which i suppose it's quite important to tell people when it's actually happening isn't it it opens on the 10th of June and we also have Waterfest happening on the same day so you could do a twofer if you've already got tickets and then it closes on the 18th of June. It only takes about half an hour to, to go around is that correct? That's correct so sessions are 45 minutes long but the experience should last about half an hour. And that just feels like a very small part of your day to give up to see something that will probably never be seen in Reading again. There's already been seen in so many places around the country and indeed around the world which is apt for something that is the world that it is so internationally well known and it's it's so wonderful to have a, an internationally renowned piece of art visiting our town and it just goes to show just just how important we are on the cultural map and before we wrap up we should probably mention some other highlights of the month now you've already mentioned waterfest so we may as well go into a bit more detail about that <laughs> Yeah, that's brilliant. It's a wonderful event that has grown over so many years and uh, the team who run that do an amazing job. So I don't want to steal their thunder, but uh, we were 
successful in getting Arts Council funding this year to support some of the additional activity that ties in really nicely with the Reading Climate Festival, um, but also with our wonderful communities. So we just to pick out a few, I couldn't possibly mention them all because otherwise I might be here all day. They're continuing to grow Global Festival, which was started uh, two years ago, and that was celebrating all of the international and diverse acts that we have right here in Reading. Uh, so that will be on one of the stages. We have Becoming Mums coming back as well, and they will be exploring the idea of climate change with other mothers and what kind of that means for us as mothers, but more for our children as well. We have Jelly, who will be running four artist residencies during the day but uh, for people to take part in, but they've also been working with local schools to create climate-inspired artwork. We'll have representatives from the Reading Climate Festival and different organisations all under one marquee. So you'll be able to go there and find out everything that you may want to know about climate action and climate change on a local scale. Uh, One of my favourites that we had a few years ago in Reading and is coming back to Reading and provided huge amounts of fun for my family and actually everyone who took part in it is Circo Rumba's Whale and there's a show that takes place in a massive whale that you get to go in it's obviously not a real whale but that's lovely and kids will love it so there's there's a lot going on so uh, you have to see it to believe it the amount of activity that happens over the weekend that sounds like a, a mammoth day that's also on the 10th of of June as we mentioned on the 11th of June if you head south of the town centre Whitley will be hosting its first ever Whitley Carnival which is going to be a wonderful community day with a parade through the streets and stalls and all sorts of entertainment afterwards what else is coming up we have open air theatre kicking off again for the summer where Henry the first rabble will be performing their play in one of those rare occasions where you can actually perform it literally over the dead body of the main historical character and I'd like to see somewhere else make that claim somewhere but we also have uh, open air theatre from South Street's Sightlines with a show called Believers and that's happening this month as well and I also want to put a shout out to Forever Stormfest which is a new one day punk all day festival from two wonderful local punk promotions who are celebrating the best of the local scene and some great out of town acts as well and all raising money for a couple of great charities so lots and lots of things to do so much more to see and do which you can all find at whatsonreading.com alongside everything we've talked about today all that leaves me to say is thank you Juzi thank you very much Damien and thank you all for listening we hope you come and see Gaia we hope you come and see something else as well and we most of all hope you subscribe we'll be back next month